ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. And now... Welcome to the Only One Mic Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Gerard. And I thank you for journeying with me through the ripples and waves of life. Just trying to navigate these strange waters and occasionally hitting some bumps along the way. As long as we have people in the world like this. The story is coming out of Chicago of the Hill Sisters, Jessica and Jayla. Now, Jessica, who was 21 years old, and Jayla, who was 18, entered Snipes, a Chicago shoe store. Now, the store security guard asked them to put on a mask and to use some hand sanitizer before entering the store, as most stores across the country are doing right now anyway. So a big argument about the mask and the sanitizer ensued, and, you know, they both refused to do it. So Jayla took out her phone and said she was calling someone to kick the security guards fill in the blank. Now, the security guard reached for the phone and then Jessica allegedly picked up a trash can and hurled it at his face. The two sisters then began to brutally beat the guard. Jayla grabbed his hair while her sister Jessica stabbed this man 27 times with a knife comb in the back, neck, an arm. They also kicked the man in the head and the body while onlookers pleaded with them to stop. The guard eventually escaped and helped keep the women in the store until the police arrived. The Hill sisters were both arrested and appeared at a hearing on Tuesday where a judge with the circuit court of Cook County ordered the sisters to be held without bond on charges of first degree attempted murder. Now, this is where the story gets a little slimy because it shows where we're at with the law. The court-appointed attorney argued the first-degree attempted murder charges were too extreme because they were acting in self-defense and both have bipolar disorder. Come on, man! Right. According to the Chicago Tribune, the sisters have no previous criminal records now here's my thoughts on that folks when did crazy just stop being crazy now it's all labeled with disorders and you know um, conditions and things and there's some legitimate folks please don't think i'm being insensitive about this situation because they could very well have bipolar disorder and there are several people out here who suffer from different disorders, bipolar, ADHD, Tourette syndromes, different things across the spectrum. Now, with that being said, if these two sisters, bipolar disorder was just this bad that they just brutally attacked a security guard for asking them to do what is a state mandated thing to do, which I believe in Chicago it is with the mask and the sanitizer and being in the midst of a global pandemic, as well as I'm pretty sure the Hill sisters have watched the news or looked at a paper or something to let them know this is the world that we're living in right now. What would make them just brutally attack the security guard? And then the slimy part about it is 
just a court-appointed attorney that's trying to use the bipolar disorder defense. I mean, if that's the case, then everybody could use it. We will all have some form of Tourette's, some type of bipolar disorder, some type of ADHD. If that's the case, then half of the criminals that are locked up need to be let go. What happens in this particular situation is there was an argument about the sanitizer and the mask that just went completely left. Those two sisters walked in that store and you couldn't tell them nothing. That's what it just boiled down to right then and there. And the security guard more than likely just doing his job. Hey, can you put the mask on? And he's like, hey, put the mask on and search your curse word here or put the mask word on and search your slur here. He probably just asked him, hey, can you, you know, we need you to put that mask on before you come in here. He himself more than likely had a mask on. I'm pretty sure he did. Hey, can you use the sanitizer while you had it? The sanitizer in stores are courtesies, you know, because most stores can say we have sanitizer over here for $2.99. Buy it before you come in the store. Or we can just give you the bottle and say, hey, you know, go ahead and put this on your hands before you go touch the merchandise. They wasn't having any of it. And what happens is, is that more than likely. They told him to put that mask on. They got offended easily. That argument ensued when the girl picked up the phone and said she's going to call somebody to have somebody beat the guard up and all of that. It just escalated from there. The fight happened. And sometimes in most fights, things get out of order. Now, they said the security guard was like 6'2". I don't know how many pounds, but, you know, they say he's a pretty big guy. And for those two sisters to take him down would have been one thing. If you just got in a scuffle and you kind of beat and kicked the guy or whatever, that's just one thing. When you stab that man 27 times all about his body, that becomes a whole different issue. And for them to say, well, because they have bipolar disorder, that made them beat this guy and stab him 27 times. Not only did they beat the man and stab him up while he's on the floor, you're taunting. Him. There's a portion of the story I didn't even put in folks where they said like that. The girl was like calling them all type of bees and we blanked you up and all type of stuff like that. Why? That's not a bipolar disorder. That is some, if it is a disorder, it's probably some type of rage disorder or I'll do you one better. It's probably I can get away with this in snipes. I couldn't get away with this, like, say, a Chase Bank or something like that. You know, somewhere where there's somebody with an armed security guard. If these two sisters walked into a bank. Or any any place for that matter, a stadium, anything of that matter that had a uh, some type of security guard or cop available, this would be a no brainer. They're going to do it. They're going to comply. They're going to comply. And it's crazy that, you know, the law would use this whole mental disorder thing because I'm seeing this a lot because there's a lot of stories that's out here where people are getting randomly attacked. The person gets arrested. Oh, well, you know, they had a disorder. They had a story, I think maybe a few days ago, same similar situation with an older gentleman um, said to, you know, put the mask on or something that God pushed this, you know, young people are attacking old people left and right, which is a whole other story. And it's crazy in itself, but push this man to the ground 
because, you know, he asked him to put a mask on. It was another one, too. It just came to my remembrance um, about this guy. He's in the train station. This is, you know, in New York. And he's, you know, smoking weed in the train station. So this 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 uh, kid is there with his grandparents. And he asked the guy, hey, listen, you know, my, my grandma, I think she was like either in her 80s or 90s or something like that. She was pretty much up there. She's an elder. And he asked the guy to put the, the, you know, the weed out because grandparents is there. He pushed the guy with the weed, pushed the, the boy's grandmother onto the train tracks. And I believe hit the grandfather and the kid, like, you know, just randomly attacked him just for asking him to put the, the weed out. And I believe when well, they got the grandmom out, I, I think the grandfather may have died. I'm not sure. I don't want to just recklessly speculate because the story was a few about a week ago or so. But um, I'm just using that to illustrate where we're pretty much at today in terms of the respect factor of just one another. It's horrible. So horrible that, you know. You almost feel like you can't tell anybody anything or suggest anything or this is the reason why right right now that the United States is in the, the, the situation that is in with the COVID numbers spiking and all because you're not going to have people who are going to listen. There's always that faction that's not going to listen to you. They don't they don't care. They're going to do what they want to do. This is the world we're living in. They're going to do what they want to do despite right, wrong, whatever. If this was something that was mandated for, you know, pretty much everybody to do, then why not just do it? Why are you not just walking around everywhere? You're not going in. What made these two particular women say, I'm going to walk in snipes and not obey the rules. And you say the defenses. They felt attacked. They were defending themselves and had bipolar disorder. This big guy, I'm pretty sure, wasn't walking around with a gun. If you ever seen like really like store security guards, unless it's a place that gets robbed frequently or something, you don't never see security walking around with guns and nightsticks and things like that. They're, they're not trained on doing it that way if that's the case you'd pretty much be a cop and most security companies unless you like hauling money or something like that they're not going to give guns to security guards because they know situations like this happen somebody's going to get their head blown off so i just would like to know how this was self-defense if the guy wasn't like beating them up how were they acting in a self-defense, you know, I don't know, manner, I guess I'm lost for words with the stupidity, but how is this a self-defense case? You know, what was he doing that warranted him being stabbed 27 times all around his body? And, you know, big shouts to the security guard for after being stabbed and beaten, help to keep the women in the store till the cops came. Like I would like to know, did he just get up and, you know, go, go help out or what? 
And like these two weren't really thinking whatsoever because you could have really pretty much killed that man in the middle of that store. Then everybody, both of you are going to jail for murder. You know, the, 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 the judge even said that she was concerned about the amount of times that these, well, you know, the sister stabbed him. The amount of times it wasn't like a one poke, you know, get him up off you type of deal. You stabbed this man. You, I mean, I'm pretty sure he was on the ground and you probably stood over him and just kept going and going and going. You know how much rage folks it takes to stab a person? You know, stabbing is up close and personal. It's not like shooting somebody from a distance and, you know, you walk away or whatever the case is or run away. When you stab somebody, you're just like, you're really there. You're really there. Y'all connecting emotions at that point. One fear, one anger, one rage, you know, and one is just scared, confused. So, you know, with that being said, they should actually, I, you know, from the stories that I've read from this particular case, yeah, I would say charge them. Charge them. I mean, you have a store full of people who actually saw this. We got to start setting some examples, people, because the frequent attacks, random attacks on people are just getting ridiculous. I mean, and it's not just Chicago or New York. This is the stuff that's being reported, but it's like all over the random attacks on our elderly on, you know, the Asian community. A lot of them are getting attacked. Women getting attacked a lot and black people forget it. Even as I'm recording this just what yesterday, you know, another black man shot in Philadelphia and now you're seeing unrest so far in New York and in Philadelphia, of course, where there's riots and stuff going on, which I have my thoughts about that. That's a whole separate, separate podcast, but it kind of ties into what I'm saying here. It's a whole separate podcast, but we have to actually think, you know, what is just mental disorder or somebody just losing themselves in the moment and not thinking how real this moment is or how real it can actually be. And why I got you here, um, there's another story I wanted to tackle, completely unrelated, but just as stupid. There's a model by the name of Emily Rajanowski. And this is just, I'm just going to give you a quick shot of the story and you take with it what you want to take with it. Now, I've seen this on Twitter, but it's actually on CNN. And she did a, she's pregnant, by the way. She's pregnant. First child. And she did a story, I believe it was in Vogue magazine. And in the story, Emily Rajanowski said that she would, you know, when the kid is born, she doesn't want the kid's gender, doesn't want the kid's to be identified by the gender. Rather, she would wait for the kid to be 18 years old and tell her what, what it wants to be. Let's think that in for a second. Let's think about what, what was just said. All right, I'm going to bring it back. She said that she wants the child, when it turns 18, 
to tell her and the world what it prefers to be. That is probably the most stupidest thing I've ever heard. I can't say ever heard because, you know, Lord willing, I have a lot more living to do. But it's up there. And it's kind of like the sign of the times right now that we're living in. Where people actually think this way, like this whole gender identity crap that's going on i'm you know and i I cause it crap i mean people might be upset about that i may take some flag for it i personally don't care in that regard because we have to be real i call the whole thing crap in the sense that what's wrong with being you you know it's hard enough to kind of navigate the whole alphabet situation and you know but what's wrong with now we just don't want to be what we are What we are is not good enough anymore. Once upon a time, you would probably look at yourself, take stock of your actions and say, all right, this is who I am. And I'm going to try to kind of improve, you know, my life, try to make it a little bit better. You know, make the adjustments where I need to make it, not just change my whole identity altogether. I'm a man, I'm a black man. I have to navigate through this world. I can't wake up one day and just say, you know what? I'm going to be identified as, you know, a green skin monster from Venus or something like, I don't know, just something stupid. I'm going to be, I'm going to wake up today and I'm the Lion King. So you can no longer identify me as a human being, but I want to be identified as an animal. It's no different than the kid who's in school and wants to be called Batman when they're like preschool to kindergarten. I'm not Jeff, I'm Batman. You know, like, does it start there? I mean, because now I'm scratching my head on that particular situation. Like, does it start when we kind of let them get away with that? You know, and just say, all right, well, we're not going to call it. Okay, Batman, come on to lunch. You know, it's not like, you know, he's Jeff anymore. He... He's telling you, I'm Batman. So when when Jeff gets older and says, I'm not Jeff, I don't want to be identified as a boy or a girl. So you can call me anything but he or her. You can call me they, them, it. It's like it's it's crazy. Like the whole it, as if life is not confusing enough that we have to walk on eggshells when I'm clearly looking at a woman and can't call it miss, ma'am. Or her. Or if you're looking clearly at a man and you can't say, sir, he, him, mister. Have we totally gone there, folks? If this <laughs> if this is the world, man, wow, this is where we're going with this. On one hand, we got people who are randomly attacking people. And on the other hand, we got people who want their kids to wait till they're 18 to say, hey, mommy, I know you birthed me and, you know, you carried me and birthed me and everything like that. And I'm pretty sure when the doctor hands you, hand me over to you, you probably say, hey, it's a girl, it's a boy. But I'm here to tell you that you're wrong. Because I'm not either of those things, you know, I'm, I don't want to be identified as a boy or a girl. 
that is the most confusing thing of who folks. Yeah. Yeah. I need to go relax. So with that being said, I'm not going to take up any more of your time because I appreciate the time that you spent listening to this podcast. I truly do. I thank you for everybody who I've been, I watch the stats, like I always say, and I see that the numbers are going up a little bit. So that means I don't, I don't know how long you're listening. I encourage you to keep listening. I'm trying to improve as I go along, you know, and the numbers are showing it. So I thank you for that. So with that being said, uh, you can check out the only one my podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Apple and Google Podcasts, as well as pretty much anywhere you can get a podcast on. You can find the only one my podcast. Also. Also, I did this, you know, for me, too, but for you guys, mostly because I'm not a social media person. Haven't been on social media in years, years. Like I just pretty much did this because of the the podcast and just trying to get the, you know, podcast out there. So you guys know that is here. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook under Call Gerard and on Twitter at the only one Mike P one. Now I'm spelling Mike M I C the only one Mike P one. Now on those particular platforms, you know, I want you to drop your comments about the show, what you like, what you don't like, you agree, you disagree on what I said, you know, it's a conversation folks. So, you know, if you have something to say, say it, um, send your story ideas, send your show ideas, things that you, you know, you might, a topic you might want me to touch or hear my opinion on. And also on those platforms, I can take requests for any interviews or anything like that. If you want to come on the only one, my podcast, you know, if you have a podcast, you want to discuss that, or we can talk about some other stuff. Like for instance, just a you know, upcoming show is going to be about the future education because I'm an education myself and, you know, teaching remotely, at least for at least another few days, because we're getting ready to head back. Some of us are, some of us are home. And I wanted to know, like, you know, if you're a teacher or, you know, your, your kids going to school as soon as most kids are, do you think they got the most out of it? Where do you think that education is going to go from here? Because from what I see, there's a lot of kids who it's, it's a mixed a mixed type of review because some kids thrived on it. Like when I'm in these meetings, I'm just giving inside baseball. A lot of the teachers are saying that the kids who are shy are actually doing more work. The kids who didn't do much work in school are actually more focused. And then, you know, there's another review that says, hey, some of them aren't showing up. Some of them are here and they're not paying attention, which I can attest to that. A lot of them don't pay attention um, while they're home because they're you know, playing games. They got siblings in the back, family, the TV is every distraction in the free world that's, you know, on the Zoom. And so... Um, you know, once kids are, you know, things get operational again, Lord willing, and everybody is back to normal, as we say, do you think that this is going to kind of set education back a little bit? Because a lot of these kids are going to come in not knowing what they should know. And coupled with that, we also probably on the cuffs of another shutdown, depending on where these numbers and things are going, because they said the surge is going up. Every time I look at the news, I'm hearing surge going up, surge going up. But I'm rambling about a show that 
hasn't even happened yet <laughs> and I just want to um, you know put that out there for you guys to digest so with that being said as always in closing I encourage you all to speak your truth quietly and clearly and listen to others even the dull and the ignorant because they too have their story to tell my name again is Paul Gerard this is the only one mic podcast and we are signing off for the evening peace <laughs>